What's the feeling on the streets of the Hunter? What's getting under your skin or making you hot under the collar? Let's take the temperature of the region. It's the pub test with Paul Scott. It is time for the pub test, one of my favourite parts of the week. Good morning and welcome, Mr Paul Scott. How are you this morning? Uh, very well, Tracy. That's yeah, good. good. That's good. I, we, we, I, don't, I don't want to turn it into some weather, weather file, <laughs> but, but I must say, we had a blue day and it was really nice. It was nice this morning and now it's come over cloudy again. And yep. I'm just reading that it's likely... We're going to have a very, very spring and a very summer. We are, yeah, it's going to be horrendous. It's uh, the the La Nina's coming through for spring, not to mention that we've got more weather coming through uh, this weekend. Really, I think, you know, we've gone from, from uh, you know, it, it's the land of, of drought and flooding plains, isn't it? It's just crazy. You know, things about, we're hearing about things that, well, I'd never heard about it before. Indi- the Indian Ocean dipole. Yeah. And, you know, warm, warmer waters, meaning more rain and, you know, uh, it's just... It's anyway, it it's is not... what it is. There's not much we can do about it except go somewhere where it's dry. And, you know, in a way, we should be lucky. I mean, lots of... seems lots of places in the Northern Hemisphere are having the opposite. Oh, and, uh, that's awful. Uh, Have you seen Hoover Dam lately? Have you seen the vision of Hoover Dam? There is, there's virtually no water in in it anymore, and all of these uh, dead bodies, all of the uh, you know where the, the gangsters and the mafia are over however many decades have been dumping them in Hoover, it's gone now. There's all these dead bodies coming up. I'm just trying to think. Was there was there a movie one time? It was kind of like a Mad Max, but it was based on the future. Left in the world, and all the wars and fights in the world would actually be about water rather than about fuel and petrol. Because Mad Max was kind of about petrol, yeah. right? The lack of lack of petrol. But I'm sure there was a movie. It might have been a Kevin wasn't Costner it Waterworld? Film. Was that Kevin Costner? Yeah, it was Waterworld. It was a. Uh, it used to be a uh, a show. I don't know if it was at Movie World or Dream World or one of those places used to do a Movie World show. Now we're really showing our age here, mate. But, um, yeah, there used to be like a big production that they did, uh, you know, stunts and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah, about about water. Wow, I hadn't even put those two together. Mm, there we go. You're, I mean, it's, you're a clever man. Oh, I, <laughs> no, there's a lot of... There's a lot of like patches of bits and things that go through my head at, at times that trying to put them all together and remember them all is increasingly more difficult. <laughs> like, you know, it's like uh, whenever I hear that song by you 2 I still can't find what I'm looking for. To me, that song's always about the car. I just... Where did I put it? Anyway, I came up with the system, yeah. put a very ugly hook next to the door. Although a friend said to my, oh, that's really useless, you know, because... Uh, Police have been reporting when pe- people break into your house, but they often take the car keys. Mm. <laughs> you know, we don't hear about car thefts like we used to. And so now they're not getting hot wired. People are leaving the keys on the bench and things like that when they get broken into. But anyway, there you go. Yeah, good luck finding my car, though. Yeah, okay. It's parked about five streets away, so... Don't you, maybe just, you know, put it put into your diary. You know, you've got a smartphone for a reason. Put it into your diary, car parked XYZ place today. That's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. That's a good, that's, I do come out, I, look, occasionally I come out of the cinema at one of the shopping centres and I'm going, where's my car? Hmm. Well, seriously, 
where is my... I do. I have no recollection of where I parked my car. I do that quite regularly, and especially those that area at uh, over at uh, at Westfield, where you come, you know, you've got those little moving travelators, and you go up up the side of uh, of a coffee shop, and then you end up up the top where the tea place is. Mate, there's about three different levels there that you can get your car lost on. Exactly, and I and anyway, a friend of mine who has a similar kind of problem said to me, "I always take a picture now." always take a picture of the, of the poles where I am. That, that, the that friend wouldn't happen to be on a, another radio station, would he? Uh, no, that friend's not another radio station. No, that friend's currently uh, just waiting to get the uh, the boat to Magnetic Island to spend a few days over there on the... Uh, on has, he got hol- is he on holidays? Yeah. Yeah, he's been a big trip up north. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God all bless. around all around the place. Been out to El Cuestro Station, Gunnar and you know, oh the God. dream trip, the caravan, the four wheel drive, bang up through the north and he said it's been fantastic, although he said you know, haven't he said, I haven't seen a cloud for months. I said, Stop your winds and he said, I'm not winds and he said but you know, these thirty four degree days they are a bit much. Oh poor poor Richard. Yeah. I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> Now, listen, speaking of feeling sorry for people, um, tell me something. In your your mind, is a a high-profile athlete, are they – should they be taken as role models or do we put too much on them these days? And and obviously I'm talking about the current captain of the Newcastle Knights, you know, Caelan Ponga. There's been calls for his uh, his sacking as captain. You know, there's been talk that, uh, you know, he's overpaid and he's not putting in the effort and all of these kind of things. But at the crux of it, a lot of people are really upset at the, the, the fact that he's supposed to be this role model for our kids and we don't know what went on in that toilet in the Delaney and I'm not even going to go there or surmise. Everyone else can do that. But, you know, is should he be a role model? Or, or do we are we looking at the wrong people as role models these days? Well, I think if we are looking at sports people as role models, we probably are looking at the wrong thing. But I, I can't see it changing. I mean, you know, they're idealised through through media exposure. They've got to live their lives highly in public. Now, you know, like young people, <laughs> by young people, I'm talking about people, you know. Under twenty five. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm st- um, I'm still young. I'm still under fifty. I'm still young. <laughs> well, I'm, t- I'm talking about people like you know, you know. There's actually scientific evidence that the brain's not fully developed till mm. around the age of twenty five years. And and if you're male, you know, forty five, fifty, maybe sixty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think uh, you know when people have um, those kind of expectations put upon them. Um, but then at the same time, people benefit from those kind of expectations as well. You know, they, they actually have a, uh, a financial uh, gain in a lot of cases because they're able to exploit that celebrity for cash. So I, I think it's really, it's really difficult. It's a, uh, I don't see how the situation will change. But I think it's kind of normal for young, young kids who... Are interested in sport to, towards sport. I mean, you don't see the same sort of exposure hero worshipping in uh, just about any other field, do you? Like, do we hold up our, you know, our scientists as as well as role models? Probably should. We should, you know, but we, we don't. Got, you know, we. I saw. I suppose during the pandemic, we saw a bit of um, 
you know, recognition of what, what health workers provide uh, to the community. Um, and then on the other hand, you get to kind of the opposite. I mean, some of the most influential people in my life were fantastic school teachers, mm. like really fantastic school teachers. <laughs> like very inspirational. And yet we know now through the inquiry that's going on in New South Wales that, you know, how do we uh, attract and retain people in the teaching profession? But a lot of young people just don't see teaching uh, as an option. And there's a lot of reasons for that. I see Mark Latham said that they should all get a 10%, because even Mark Latham said they should all get a 10% pay rise, provided they're prepared to be on the school grounds Monday to Friday from 8 till 5, and also during uh, school holiday breaks. Like, like, I mean, that just appeals to the, you know, to, to the people who have no idea of what contemporary school teaching is all about. And it's so much about administration, mm. it's so much about data sets, it's so much about NAPLAN tests, it's so much about all of the kind of things that um, are required by government now because they're so obsessed with obsession of, uh, sorry, with uh, measuring uh, uh, what what teachers actually do? So who who are our role models in society? I mean, who do we who do we look up to now? I don't think it's in a lot of cases. I don't think it's politicians. No, I don't think, I, mean, I don't think people look at politicians as boring. Um, I mean, celebrities think think people. Are- where are you? Move back to where you were because you, I've lost your signal again. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah Hello? that's better. Just stop moving around. Okay. Um, the actors, you know, a- actors and celebrities, they get a lot of... Oh, my God. Have you forgotten to pay the phone bill again, Paul Scott? Why? What's happening? I keep I'm losing your, sim- your signal. Oh. Where are you? Go out on the balcony or something. I've got four bars. I've got four bars and four oh. G. What's going on? I know. Tell me about it. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? You know what? Whoever can get our phones not to cut out in the modern day, that should be a hero. Yeah, well... I mean, I, I just think there's a lot of pressure on on the footballers. Mind you, you know, there, there does uh, there does seem to be um, sort of some self destructive kind of behaviours that go go along with young people. But in a lot of cases, it's a young people thing, and they like they go through it, they get over it, and they turn out to be, you know, to good people. I just think wherever you've got, you know. Uh, anyone in any area, if they've got access to a lot of time and access to a lot of money, you know, sometimes their behaviours, they might make uh, decisions that might be a little bit, you know, seem to the rest of us as somewhat somewhat regrettable. And, you know, I I don't know how we get around that, and I don't know how what we say to young people about here are your, you know, here are your role models, here are your mentors, Mm. here are the ones that are worth it, you know, because... You say to a lot of kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they, you know, a lot for them, it's like sports. Getting paid to do sports is like a dream for a lot of people when they're very, when they're very young, you know. Absolutely, and and look, I, I can remember a young you know, a young boy who was part of my life. You know, all he wanted to do was be be an NRL player. Now, you know that that was his dream, and uh, everything else went to the wayside. And and you know, we're giving these unfair expectations, but. I mean, I suppose, and and I'm not making excuses in any way, shape, or form for for young Kaylin. But Paul is 24 years of age. Where were you and yeah. I at 24 years of age? I wouldn't have liked to have been a, a role model for anybody. Um, you know, at, every at 24 day, every years day of age. I think, 
every day I think the technology gods that there was no mobile cameras around when I was 24 years of age, I can tell you. Tell me about it. Things, you know, I mean, I, I you know, I, uh, and, but, you know, there's the other thing, isn't there? We have education classes for, for people uh, in, in the NRL about everything and about, you know, not destroying the reputation of the game, that kind of thing. Look, okay, today's lesson is going to be about mobile phones yeah. and their cameras and where they are, and you've got to assume at all times, you know, when you're out in public, someone's got a mobile phone waiting for you to do something that they can then, uh, you know... Knock you off your pedestal. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And it's, it's so, not you know, only phones these days, you know, it's CCTV. It's, uh, you know, I had the conversation with uh, with Stephen Pickett. I said to him, was it mobile phone vision or was it CCTV? And he said, no, 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 it was mobile. But, you know, straight away you, your brain goes, well, was it CCTV? What was it? How did it, you know, it's your brain. There is so much around these guys. I mean, it's come out, obviously, that neither of these guys were drunk. They were at, they were at that hotel for about half an hour, 40 minutes. You know, it, it just stinks to high heaven. And, you know, you can't lie in this current day and age. And uh, and being who they are, you know what? And I don't I don't mean that they need to stay at home and not do anything and not have a life. But understand that with uh, with this great uh, responsibility and great uh, you know great wealth that you have, there is a lot that you owe back to the community. And what you owe back is to be smart. Do we do we know that they weren't intoxicated? I thought Kayla's father said that they were intoxicated. The Hotel Delaney staff have said that they were not intoxicated. Well, you know, I mean, that's interesting, isn't mm. it? I mean, how? I mean, you know, if you're a hotel, you're not intoxicated person mm. on the premises. So, so this is know. what um, um, Kenty has really gone to town on on these guys, and uh, and you know they've left themselves wide open for it. But uh, apparently they they this is the the report that came out uh, from James Hooper yesterday from Fox Sports that they apparently arrived at the hotel at ten forty five, they left at eleven ten. Well, so well, yeah, they they probably. You know, were they asked to leave after? I don't know. What, don't know. You know, that's the thing you don't see with the we mobile don't have the full phone. Like no. you don't see the whole story. You just, no. you just have the, just have the bits. But you know, I, I mean, I mean, have you been on premises in Newcastle where you've seen intoxicated people? Of course, I, I mean, have. You know, and what, what's the difference between intoxicated and drunk? Mm. And you and know, happy and joyful, and you know, yeah. and a, a bit loud. Mm. You know, I mean, I don't I, have to be intoxicated I, to be loud. I've seen, I've seen obsolete premises, <laughs> for, and I was not. I was neither drunk nor intoxicated. I was allowed, and uh, you know, I was loud. I wasn't allowed. I was loud. You were loud. And I, I just think that um, you know, trying to say to people who are a little bit under the weather to leave um, uh, to leave the pub is a bit like saying that um, can all sinners leave the church now, please? I mean, it's, yeah. you go there. For, you go to both for the redemption. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you know, I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know whether they were or whether they weren't, but I understand that a hotel, you know, because questions start to turn around mm. saying, okay, one said they were being sick. Well, did you throw them out straight away? Yep. Well, did they throw them out straight away? No, we didn't have to because mm. they weren't intoxicated. There, oh. is, there is a long way to go in this story, a long, long way, and, and, uh, well, and we're not going to hear all yeah. of it. No, we won't. We won't hear. We won't hear all of it. And I saw that um, Clint Newton was blowing up big time mm. about uh, the, from the Police Association saying, "How did the information about uh, uh, testing, drug testing, get out?" 
with mm. the wiener. And, you know, they, those guys, they're like any other employees. They do have um, uh, collective bargaining agreements, enterprising bargaining agreements. They do. And that, those agreements set out the, the, the terms around, around uh, drug testing and, uh, you know, and when that's kept in-house. And people say, why should it be kept in-house? And I go, well, well, why shouldn't it? That's part of the collective bargaining agreement. And they go, well, that's just the players and the, and, and the NRL. And I think, I think there's plenty of places where agreements in workplaces suit the employer and the employee. Yeah. You know, they might suit the, the super sleuths at the at news organisations look for a scandal that's going to run for a week or two and fill the back page. But, you know, I, I feel... I, I have empathy here, and I, I, you know, I just caution people that you know I call them for the for the hanging judge and the pitchforks mm. to be burning and let's you know mm. yeah, they pay too much in this. What's this in terms of the context of the little bit that we've seen, and you know the masses of innuendo and rumour that's mm. going going around. And you know what? At the end of the day, as well, Paul, we all need to remember what happened this time last week, which was a footballer, who, a former footballer, and a football coach who took his own life, and that needs yeah. to be kept in mind at all times when dealing with these guys. A hundred percent, you know, it's a hundred percent. Which, you know, why people want, you know, it's almost like some sort of like jealousy, envy, rage overtakes people, mm. and they just want to see, they want to scalp. Mm. You know, and I just kind of think, oh, you know, I know. just let's, let's just let's just have a break, and let's think about the who we who we idolise and who we put up on a a pedestal. I mean, for me, I'm safe. My hero is Chuck Norris. I'll never be like Chuck Norris, but. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger, does it to me every time. Oh, mate, that's just made my day. Now, I said to you at the outset that I've uh, I've got to get you gone by uh, by 10 o'clock because if I'm late for news, I'm going to be in so much trouble. I am so late for news. I am later than I've ever oh. been. So we're in oh. so much trouble. I'm sorry. No. Pass on my apologies. I certainly will. You stay safe. I'm we'll talk next model. week. <laughs> <laughs> You're my role model, my friend. You're my role model. Talk next week, Chase. Bye, Bye, babe. That is uh, Paul Scott with the pub test. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.